Welcome to Lessons in Life and Love with Rihanna Milne, where we show you how to have the positive mindset for success in all life areas so you can grow beyond difficult transitions and evolve from those challenging moments that may have influenced your past but will not define your future. It's time to have the life you desire and the love you deserve as we teach you the exact skills needed to attract and keep a lasting, emotionally healthy and conscious relationship. Now, please welcome your host, certified life dating and relationship coach, trauma professional and best-selling author, Rihanna Milne. Hello, everyone. Welcome to show nine of Lessons in Life and Love. Tonight's topic is how addiction in the family affects you in life and love with a very special guest and a great friend of mine, Coach Greg Johnson, who's an amazing spiritual healer for high achievers who are addicted or alcoholics. So he will be on about 15 minutes after the hour, and you're going to learn so much from him. So I am your global certified life dating relationship coach, certified clinical trauma professional, and the number one best-selling author, your Monday night life and love coach, Rihanna Milne. Known as a life and love transformation expert, I'm on a mission to change the way the world loves. And I hope you, my listeners, who I refer to as my angels of love and love transformers, will help spread the word on how to have conscious, loving, and respectful relationships. This educational podcast airs every Monday from 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern Time and helps women and men of all ages to heal from past childhood adverse events and abusive relationship trauma or difficult life transitions that impact them today as adults in both life and love. You can learn to transform a negative fear-based mindset into a positive and purpose-filled conscious and evolved mindset to achieve success in all your life areas. I'll also teach you the exact skills you need to attract and keep an emotionally healthy, evolved love relationship no matter your age, whether you're straight or LGBT, or if you're single or in an exclusive love relationship, so that you can have the life you desire and the love relationship that you deserve. If you can't wait and you really want to meet with me personally, then apply for a free life and love transformation discovery session. It's a $500 value. All you need to do is go to my website, rihannamillen.com, fill out the pop-up form and tell me your story and I'll see how I can help you best. Now let's get started and remember if you hear something you know will benefit a friend or a loved one, please be that angel of love and share the show link and listen to my other live radio shows on boldbravemedia.com or get the show archives at my podcast website, lessonsinlifeandlove.com. It's just launched this week. All the shows will be listed there, as well as popular other areas like Spotify and iTunes. It's already there for you. So let's get going. I want to start briefly by going into well, what is addiction and what is the impact on love and the family. And this is from my book, Love Beyond Your Dreams, Break Free of Toxic Relationships to Have the Love You Deserve, which is the number one bestseller. And you can get free chapter downloads on my website as well, rihannamillen.com. So we'll go ahead and do that. And it might be very helpful to you. And I hope it is. So I love this quote from Eileen Caddy. We'll start with this tonight. She's a great writer on addiction studies. It's realize you cannot help a soul unless that soul really wants help and is ready to be helped. And that's so true when it comes to addiction. Mosby's Medical Dictionary defines addiction as a compulsive, 
uncontrollable dependence on a chemical substance, habit, or practice to such a degree that obtaining or ceasing may cause severe emotional, mental, or psychological reactions. Many addicts suffer from a sense of grandiosity, narcissism, feelings of entitlement, and inflated ego pride, but of course not all. These traits interfere with both professional and personal relationships that result in conflict, turmoil, and pain, which leads them to reuse again. I am a licensed and certified alcohol and drug counselor in New Jersey. They call that an LCADC. In Florida, they call it a CAP, Certified Addiction Professional. And I taught future counselors for this credential for the state of New Jersey at Stockton College of New Jersey. I can't say enough about how destructive an addiction is to the individual, you the partner, your relationship, and to the children in the family. There's no way to love someone enough to get them to stop using. The addictive substance or behavior will always come first. I do know of that personally, unfortunately. There was an alcoholic in my life that I loved, and I also had someone with a sex addiction, and I could not get them to stop. Our love relationship was not strong enough, even though it was amazing. So there are many types of addiction, and it isn't always clearly evident while dating that the person you're falling for has an addiction. This is always kept as a deep, hidden secret as long as I can and will remain that way until you discover it, usually long after falling in love. And after discovery, do prepare for lies and denial that may go on for months or years. Some addictions are more prone to secrecy. There's sexual addiction, porn, food, pills and drugs, and spending addictions. They want to hide them and they can hide them for a long time. Addictions to alcohol, marijuana, harder drugs like crack and gambling addictions usually show themselves earlier on. You can spot someone with an alcohol issue if they consume more than two or three drinks of heavy liquor on your first date that could be lasting one to three hours. That's usually a red flag. Gambling addiction can show itself early as the addict loves showing off how good he is and will want to take you to the casinos and you'll see them spending large sum of money even though they continue to lose. Crack, heroin, and other hard drugs show extreme changes in behavior, which is often hard to hide. Some excessively charming, eager to engage in sex, show extreme romance early on could be demonstrating signs of a sexual addiction. The person you really like, it's best to wait to be with them sexually. Try for the 90 days. It's called the 90 day rule for a reason. Uh, within those three months, any warning signs of addiction should have emerged. This gives you enough time to watch and ensure the person you're falling for is stable and drama free before getting too emotionally involved. A person with any addiction should be on your red flag warning list and the relationship must be stopped as soon as the addiction is discovered. Don't fall in love with the addict's potential or empty promises of getting clean. You'll never love someone enough to have them break free from their addiction and you'll endure a destructive relationship. Normally, the best chance of stopping an addiction usually happens only after you leave your partner and then they're faced with either choosing the addiction or your love relationship. If you are dating someone, they should be clean and addiction free for at least two years before you get serious or clean one year before getting back together. And before Greg comes on, I want to touch on one other thing that's really important, which is in the book also, uh, the ACOA personality type, the traits of the ACOA, which stands for adult child of an alcoholic, and I add, or other traumas. And this was done very early on. Janet Wositz is one of my favorite authors on this topic, and it was one of my first insights into childhood trauma, 
when I was doing the research. And that's what I specialize in as a life and love coach. I want to touch on this for a little bit. ACOA, again, stands for Adult Child of an Alcoholic or any adults who suffered trauma as a child. They learned at a very young age how to deny their pain by shutting down their emotions. They grew up in homes where there was either one or more of the following issues. Now, again, these are 10 of the childhood traumas. There are more. I go into that deeply in show one. Just briefly, abandonment from one parent leaving the family, either psychologically, emotionally, or due to an addiction or physically. No fault abandonment might have occurred as an apparent dying early due to illness or accident or a parent who must travel due to his career or serve in the military. Those are just some examples. Emotional or verbal abuse from an abusive parent, physical or sexual abuse, rape or molestation, extreme family poverty, growing up in a dangerous neighborhood, having financial worries, lack of food, warmth or shelter, emotional neglect or lack of love, safety or security, parental addiction. And again, there's 11 of them right off the bat. There's drugs, alcohol, sex, porn, gambling, eating, hoarding, spending, gaming, TV watching, and workaholism. There's our 11 addictions right off the bat. I'm sure there are more. Competition among siblings resulting in feeling worthless, which we call perceiving your sibling as the golden child, the one that was most favored. Trauma number seven is personal trauma where you were teased or bullied within school or from your family, just not feeling like you fit in, feeling different. Growing up with a depressed or anxious parent, if you had a lot of OCD in your parents, perfectionism, they were demanding, or they had borderline personality or bipolar personality type. Borderline is a fast trigger anger, We also call it Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. You don't know quite what you're going to get. Their fast anger is usually over issues that most people would not make a big deal out of. Bipolar is manic depressive. Depression can come out as anger, checking out emotionally, extreme fatigue, and manic could be a happy high or it could be one of excessive cleaning or spending, gambling, you know, that's done in a manic phase. Next is living within a domestic violence situation, knowing a parent cheated and lied and you're hiding the family secret or you watched a lot of verbal violence between your parents or that came towards you. So that's verbal abuse, other family trauma, like moving, frequent relocation, loss of house by flood, fire, storm, mortgage crisis, a sick or addicted sibling or parent. And again, there's many more, the emotional abuse and neglect. And I think I mentioned all of them, being adopted, being part of foster care, needing to live with other family members because your parents couldn't take care of you. Those are the base 10 childhood traumas. And these situations may have occurred during your childhood can cause you to choose unhealthy toxic partners as an adult. You can also easily become codependent or love addicted, which leads to breakups and grief. So of course, you know, you may fall in love with someone's potential and ignore deceit or hurtful situations. Seeing the good in another is a positive trait, but don't fall into the trap of thinking you can fix somebody. You don't want to have to do that. You don't fall in love with someone's potential. The ACOA can be very loving, charming, romantic, sexy, affectionate, giving, fun, outgoing, socially confident and successful in their careers, all traits that surely should lead to a great partner. 
But at the same time, unconscious dysfunctional traits may emerge that question the character of you or your fabulous partner. So the ACI personality type may show a few of the following traits. And then we look at them and go into the severity range, which is rated from one to 10. Here's just a few of the traits that I often see in my clients that had childhood trauma. One, they had low self-esteem, but a high lust and sex drive. They overcompensate by seducing others, using sex to validate their low self-worth. They may have low value and morals, feel shame and could become impotent and cold and have an excessive need for partner's attention. Number two, they could be irresponsible, detached, messy, impulsive, a spender, an underachiever, or they often want to play the victim role. They can be uncaring and blame others when things go wrong. The third is they could have a fear of abandonment. They feel insecure. They really crave security, especially in a love relationship. They hate rejection or being alone. They emotionally chase their partner looking for attention or validation, and they worry constantly. That's one of the traits I always see is high anxiety. Four, they fear there's often an authority. They have a strong sense of inadequacy. They can take things very personally. When their partner's upset, they think it's about them. They can be slow or refuse to apologize or forgive. Number five, they can shut down emotionally. They can have distorted feelings about the reality of what's going on, which we call negative false assumptions, resulting in many short-term relationships. Six, there's a need for control and to be the center of attention. They can manipulate, lie, make excuses, or embellish the truth. Seven, they're often prone to people-pleasing, only to be liked. And this is, again, a trait learned as a child when they had a difficult parent. And their way to survive was to over-please the parent so they wouldn't be yelled at or punished. Eight, they can be resentful, angry, and bitter, really craving love and not getting the love that they feel they want or, of course, that they deserve. Fear of change, loss, rejection, need for approval, intolerant of criticism. They can be anxious, jealous, have inappropriate expressions of anger, be prone to depression and self-pity. They have a high lack of trust and they fear failure. So the trust factor is something that we always work on together with my clients. They often rescue others. They ignore their personal needs. They put themselves last, feel high responsibility, and can be codependent. They show a false sense of pride and arrogance sometimes, overly serious, and can be perfectionistic to hide their insecurities, can be compulsive about work. That's a workaholic. And that's why they're often successful in work. And they can be an overachiever to prove personal worth to themselves, the world, and their family. If during the childhood years, the ACOA tried to voice their wants, needs, or opinions and suffered rejection or abandonment or physical or emotional abuse, they learned to develop behaviors that help them survive and cope. And these are the behaviors and the imprinted habits that often sabotage them now as an adult and destroy the adult love relationship that they really crave. So the ACOA often masks their feelings by overworking, overeating, spending, controlling others, using humor or charm to manipulate, abusing drugs or alcohol, using sex to soothe anxiety, or sustaining other addictions. A lot of times they have trouble communicating their needs or fears, anger and pain, and explode in angry outbursts if they feel injustice has been done towards them. This dark side is often called the shadow, or it can also be a secret life. And engaging secretly often gives them a sense 
sense of power and control. And that tends to be the case in the sex and porn addictions. And it's also a way to act passive aggressive, which is a way to fight with the ones that they love. This constant feeling of anxiety, fear, control of commitment. They live in despair. They often hide their shame and feelings of inadequacy. They want to punish those who have hurt them, even in the slightest way. They cannot admit to their wrongdoings, show no remorse, and often blame their partners. They use childlike survival skills against their partners, and they don't see this as abnormal, thus being called the adult child. Sylvia K. Fisher and Ronnie H. Fisher did a lot of work in the ACOA personality type, and I use their ACOA checklist. It can be found in a Google search. It's used to assess many of the issues associated with the ACOA and brings great awareness to the issues of low self-esteem, perfectionism, the need for approval, impulsivity, conflicted personal relationships, and their putting down of their personal needs, putting themselves last. And I do use this assessment tool with my clients to dig deeper into their past memories and to explore their adult actions from a basis of their childhood pain. The great news is everyone that this can be healed. There is definite transformation. This is the work that I do every day with my clients, as does the phenomenal coach, Greg Johnson, who will be with us very shortly. We are going to go to a short break and we will come back with coach Greg Johnson and I'll do a brief introduction. We'll get into a lot of questions that I think will be very helpful for you tonight and we will be glad to help you. You are listening to BBM Global Network and your love and life coach, Rihanna Milne. We are back. Hi, everyone. I'm so excited to have with me my very good friend and an amazing, amazing spiritual coach, Greg Johnson. Let me just do a brief introduction here. Greg serves high achieving athletes, artists and professionals who are tired of destroying their lives with substances and behaviors and who are ready to break free from dependence and truly love their success and themselves. With over 1000 hours of service, Greg is a master facilitator, leading powerful work workshops, groups, and VIP coaching while conducting his unique style of teaching for a sobriety success mentoring company called Love Solutions. His sobriety work accelerates clients in returning to the sanctuary of their hearts where love is whispering the destiny for their success. This precious gift allows for clients to experience deep healing, extraordinary transformation, and uncommon enlightenment. His powerful healing heart transformation technique evokes a deep spiritual healing for addicts and alcoholics, enabling them to mend the pieces of their broken hearts and return to wholehearted living. That's a whole lot. Hi, Greg. How are you? Hi, Rihanna. I'm great. Thank you. Thank you for having me tonight. How are you I'm, doing? I'm great. I'm so glad that you're with us. And I know you have so much to teach our clients. So I'm going to go right into your question so you can help them best in the short time that we have. Tell me, why are you so passionate about recovery in the first place? Thanks for asking. As you mentioned, uh, in your life, having that intimate experience of uh, addicts and alcoholics, and I relate to you on that matter. In my family, specifically my father and my uncle, they suffered severely with uh, issues of addiction. And my father Mm -hmm. ultimately lost his life with a a drug overdose with methamphetamine, shooting that up. And two months later, my uncle went out on a bender, alcoholic bender, and he shot himself in the head and killed himself. 
So I know firsthand the trauma that addiction brings to one's life. And, you know, I suffered in a home as a as a young boy with my father with his, in his active addiction, unbeknownst yeah. to me. And then, I'm and so then sorry. Myself, That's you know, a hard story. Yeah. Yeah. And then for myself, my um, trials with uh, drugs and alcohol and abstaining now for over 13 and a half years. So it's been a, a wonderful, beautiful journey. And, you know, everything happens and unfolds divinely. You know, there, I believe there's this divine plan uh, that is in action in our lives. I'm grateful for every experience because it allows me to be here with you and to yes. be able to be with our listeners and to learn from those experiences. Yeah, I know you do such good work with you know, high achievers are very successful. But what makes you the heart leading expert in the field of recovery and sobriety? I know why you're different. You're amazing. But tell our listeners, what do you do differently than other places they may have tried? Yes. When you read uh, the intro for myself, I was like, wow, that's really good. <laughs> and, and, and it's true. It's really true. You know, we come at this, uh, we dig deep down into the heart of the matter and to really dissect what's going on internally. And it, it talks back to the reading that you read actually earlier in the show about the disconnection emotionally, mentally, mm -hmm. spiritually. And that's what we find with our clients that there has been this disconnection from our own hearts. And we have a little acronym for hearts, and it is Healing Energy Accessing Radical Transformation. Yeah, within the depths of our own heart, our own soul, is everything that we need. And what has happened through our life experience, uh, through the traumas we've experienced growing up, and the beautiful work that you do that touches on that and addresses those, right? Um, mm -hmm. Oftentimes, we're leaving our lives asleep, not conscious. And what happens is that we are disconnected from our own truth, and that truth lies within our hearts. We are disconnected from our own love, the love that is within our hearts, the joy, the peace. All of that is contained within the heart. And what we've found is that the suffering addict that comes to us is absolutely disconnected from their own truth, their own heart. And is so it because, do, Greg, they were never modeled that? They never learned that? They never received it themselves, in your opinion? Is that why there's such a disconnect? Yeah. Yeah, I believe that's part of it, right? That could be mm -hmm. one reason. There, there's numerous reasons, right? The list goes on and on. That's definitely one reason. Not being modeled, not giving that system of structure for one's life, not believing in oneself, not finding oneself worthy, being told that you're not worthy, taking on the lies of the world that have been told about you, and then you begin to take that on and live from that place rather than your own truth. And mm -hmm. everyone knows what's true about their own lives. We all know. We all know. And what happens is we take on the lies of the world or the lack of modeling from others, not having the family support and structure, as you mentioned, with foster care kids, being adopted, yeah. being abandoned. All of those issues just lead us down that spiraling road of addiction in order to feel or F-I-L-L, feel the hole that's missing. That is the deep connection from within. What is the secret then to finding those answers to long-term success and sobriety? Uh, me, no. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> working, working with someone, right? Oftentimes we don't know the making of our own mind. We are tricked by our own mind and our own thinking. There's a saying, there are things we know we know. There are things that we know we don't know. And then there are things we don't know that we don't know. And with working with person as of yourself and professional or myself, mm -hmm. that we are able to take the client into the depths of their own 
subconscious and unconscious to unravel and reveal those things that they don't know that they don't know. And those things that you don't know that you don't know are usually the things that are running your life without you even knowing, right? That we are the unaware of The unconscious is so, so strong, for yeah. sure. That's the main so thing strong. of con- yeah, yeah. And, to make and, the unconscious that's, conscious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's where the trauma comes into play, right? That early trauma that we experience, it informs the way that we believe and the way we live our lives, right? The, the belief informs the way that we live our lives. And we're not even aware of those beliefs because they are so traumatic, right? And yeah. so when you work with an individual that holds a space of unconditional love, safety and security for you, it allows you to look into those places that were once unlookable because they are so painful or so traumatic or there's so much that's there that we don't want to deal with. And that's why there is addiction because we do not want to deal with those places, right? The addiction is the escape. Yeah. Correct. Right. So when one gets sober or stops doing those behaviors that are addictive, right, then it's like when the car slams on the brakes, say you've been throwing, you drink something, you throw it in the back of the car, right? And you you keep Mm -hmm. on doing that. You eat something, you throw the wrapper in the back. Well, when you slam on the brakes and all of that trash comes flying to the front, (laughs) then it has to be addressed, right? And that's much like getting sober. You're putting on the brake, you're stopping those behaviors that no longer serve a person. And then there's all this to deal with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love that. In a way, I call it reparenting our clients, you know, that true love and you call it unconditional love and regard and that safety, that calm presence. They were used to so much cheap drama that they try to voice their opinions. They'd be yelled at or said, nobody wants to hear from you. There was a lot of put downs, uh, verbal put downs, never being told I love you. Some things, the things not said even hurt as much as the things said. So I look at it as very much a reparenting parenting in that safe and rebuilding the trust as well. Trust to speak from their heart and their soul and their mind, having someone really care to listen and to give them that empowerment. So I know you do all those things as well. What for you is the number one action that you take in building a solid foundation for recovery? Is there one action in particular that sticks out in your mind? Yeah, I think you touched on it earlier. It's about being ready, right? If the client isn't ready, if the client isn't willing to get sober or stop those addictive behaviors, then the work cannot move forward. And in our healing heart transformation technique, we have five steps, right? The first step okay. is open your heart is the first step. And it, it sounds so cliche and it's so true, right? To just be willing to be ready to recover. Second step is connect to your heart. Third step is trust to your heart. Four is listen to your heart. And five is follow your heart. And in that, we guide you through our system to find your absolute healing experience, that radical transformation. It is. And do you do this one on one with people or do you do it in groups? Like do you work only locally or do you work around the world? All of the above. We do. We offer VIP coaching, elite one on one individual coaching and mentoring as mm-hmm. well as group experiences and oh. can be done. Yeah, it's so powerful. It's amazing. And the work can be offered one-on-one. We can do that. I'm in Los Angeles. We do 
travel. And the good thing is that we can do a technology these days. There's there's no separation. So it can be done via Zoom, via phone call, however we determine to do the work. Um, right. Much like our call today. Yeah. Like when I was in Atlantic City, I was called in a lot to the several different rehabs and hired as a special coach under federal grants to coach. I said, I'm not mentioning the word drugs or alcohol the whole time I'm in here. And they said, what? We're going to talk about your transformation. And they loved the program because I was teaching them real life skills for success when they got out of rehab. I think your work would be amazing in rehabs. Do you do visit? I know you work in one in LA, but would you be ever hired under special contract for a rehab center that wants you to come in and lecture and work with the group for a period of time? Would you do something like that? Absolutely. Uh, as you mentioned, we do a lot of consulting here in Los Angeles. Um, currently, we're consulting with five different detox and rehabilitation treatment facilities in the greater Los Angeles area, Malibu and Calabasas. So we are always open to that. Yes. That's great. Doesn't matter where. Yeah, good. Okay, that's good to know because some of our listeners may have some ideas where they can definitely use more help. What are the components of living a happy and healthy life in sobriety? Let's say they kick the substance, they're ready to go, and I know what had happened, they did well in rehab and they go home to a toxic partner and this is where things explode again and they soon relapse. So what would you suggest somebody like that when they're leaving rehab? What do you teach them? What components do they need to have that happy and healthy life? Great question. Um, So we always stress the importance of creating a life of sobriety that is exciting, that Mm -hmm. is filled to overflowing with purpose, with passion, with desire, with want. Because when one is out there using, oftentimes there is no purpose, there is no direction. We accelerate at allowing clients to create a true knowing as to what they want, what they desire, what their purpose and passion is in sobriety, right? And to be absolutely connected with that. Because as they say, we are powerless over people, persons, places, and things. And it is guaranteed that we will go back into our lives and we will be approached by those things that may have the possibility of leaving us powerless. So that is why it is so powerful to be connected with that knowing because it is the roadmap and it is the guided system from within that allows us to deal with life on life's terms, right? And Mm -hmm. who, who really, honestly, who wants to get sober and lead this dull, boring life? Right. Right. Nobody. (laughs) Nobody. Right. And now we have the opportunity because we're sober and we have the power of choice that we can build these extraordinarily exciting lives. Right. And I Mm -hmm. testify and guarantee that because over 13 years of sobriety and clarity, that's exactly what I've done. Right. That we get our power back. We get our power back in your life that you dream of, that you desire, that so many times you've been shut down by a parent or someone else that says, shut up. You are not worthy. You are crazy. What are you talking about, right? That has shut us Mm -hmm. down. We begin to believe that now no longer. We no longer have to live like that. And it is infinite possibility. Whatever you dream and desire, so shall you have. So that is the thing that we ingrain in our clients. Go do it. Be it. Live it. And in addition, a spiritual practice. We are huge on spirituality, not religiosity, right? Yeah. A God of your understanding, a higher power, right? 
and to create mm-hmm. this intimate, beautiful relationship uh, with a God of your own understanding. Whatever you want to call it, it doesn't matter what you call it, just as long as you call upon it, right? So put those two things together, and I guarantee day after day that we shall stay sober and just be in awe of what we create. It's incredible. I love that. I love that because the spiritual component is so huge in my course for transformation as well, because it takes big trust to transform, right? So without faith, it's too difficult to trust to transform because trust takes risk, but it's calculated risk. It's positive risk. It's risk for change for the better life that is unknown. The faith is a huge component. So if you had somebody that did really amazing in the rehab, they go home to this toxic partner, do they usually just end the marriage or or separate? And they say, you know, I can't do this. I'm strong now. I don't want to be, because it's called the crab theory. They want to bring you back down to that place of powerlessness in a lot of ways. You know, it's the toxic relationship. So how would you advise a client? Do they have the ability to call you back and continue coaching with you? Do you ever work with a couple once they go back to a toxic household? How would that work? You know, we, we have worked with the family unit, um, meaning the the husband and wife, say the husband's in treatment, the wife will come in and we do family sessions. And I believe it's very important, right? To yes. bring in the family unit, the family dynamic, because it affects the, the entire family, right? What happens mm-hmm. is with the work that we do with our client in a matter of 30 days, it is a new person. It is a rebirth that has taken place, right? The consciousness, the belief, mm-hmm. Uh, the thought, the thought form is so extraordinarily different. It is miraculous. And so when the family deals with this the individual that has gone through 30 days of our programming, it, they're like, who is this person? What have you done to my loved one, right? So yeah. it, is, it is of utter importance to bring those intimately involved in your life into the work that you're doing, right? And mm-hmm. it, it's highly successful and it really assists the loved ones and their healing as well, right? Because they've been so affected. So we do individual family sessions. You can continue on in the work. We have multiple weeks of programming that we offer. So there are different ways to address this and they are tailor-made to fit the needs of the client. Um, we That's great. We offer heart-to-heart strategy. Yeah, we do heart-to-heart strategy sessions. Uh, to identify what is needed, to make sure we are the right fit for you, and pinpoint exactly what the need is and offer Mm -hmm. that up. And in the family session, do you involve the children? Because there's always angry kids, you know, from the alcoholic family. And I think they need so much help. I These were the kids I would work with in schools that would come in angry or sleepless because they were their parents were fighting. They're coming from an alcoholic household. So the kids need so much help. I'm just wondering, did you include them in the family sessions or individual sessions to help them cope and heal? Absolutely, we do that. Typically, the way that we work is working with the hierarchy of the family, mother, father, or whatever that dynamic is, Mm -hmm. to make sure that the foundation of the work is solid, that we're all on the same page, and then to bring in the children at that point. There is a process to that. Okay. What is the key connection for a strong and sustainable future in recovery? Is it the family sessions you're referring to, or is there something more? You know, it really is the heart of the matter, right? Uh, The the sustainability is always working from within, right? Having that strong connection to oneself, uh, to purpose, intention, attention, like being very Mm -hmm. clear on what does it mean to be sober? Not just getting sober, what does that mean? So really creating a value, a worth, and a meaning 
to this word sobriety for your life. And when that's clear, then sobriety can be sustainable. It takes away the struggle. And we're very good about assisting clients in diminishing struggle. Oftentimes there's struggle like, can I stay sober or will I stay sober? Absolutely crushing and eliminating that and strengthening the client from within. And once that takes place, then building a daily practice for sobriety, a spiritual practice, a mental practice, an emotional practice to allow the client to grow and strengthen day by day and as a family unit. I love that. And so that waking up with purpose each day, a plan for each day, and you probably do a full plan for them before they leave the center. As far as what does your new life look like? What are you going to do? What steps do you do to do it? A good solid plan is always good for recovery for sure. What are the top three reasons why people fail at staying sober? They go out of the center feeling amazing. They're ready to roll. They've got their goals, their dreams all in place. What happens? Why do they fail? Number one, and we've already touched upon this, you've talked about it, is environment and relationships. Going back to Mm -hmm. those toxic environments and relationships. Number two, not implementing the wisdom that has come through. We will extract powerful wisdom from the soul and the heart of the client. And we stress to follow that wisdom, to live Mm -hmm. by that wisdom. And oftentimes people do not. They take it for granted for whatever reason. They may not believe in it. They forget about it, right? And Mm -hmm. number three is kind of attached to number two is not putting in the work. We must put in the work. And that goes into the realm of faith, right? Faith without work is dead. If we are not putting in the work that we know that we need to put in, it will fade away and we will return to old ways. And so that's why it is so important to work with an individual that will assist you and keep moving forward, right? A mentor, a coach that will keep you grounded in the work, keep you moving forward in the work, and you will be powerful. Yeah, and I think that's where you really shine, Greg. I mean, you take people out of rehab and you keep them not only sober, but so fascinated and in love with their life. And you've got such great energy and positivity in yourself that someone's feeling down. I know you can pick them right back up. Having that coach, I mean, what do you suggest? Six months after recovery to be with you? I mean, is that the ideal? Three months, six months, a year? Or do you offer all three? Well, we would love to hold you forever. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> we, we, I know we, we fall in we love with our clients, but we got to let them go sometimes. That's our job. <laughs> we actually do hold our clients forever. And when I do say that, it's a spiritual holding, right? It is an yes. infinite, eternal, unconditional love. Uh, the programs that we do offer, they are designed for five weeks, 10 weeks. We have six-month program and a year-long mentoring program. That's awesome. And do you want to touch on anything else about your heart healing transformation technique? You've covered it very well, but is there anything else that I forgot to ask or that you want to add to that? Nothing comes to mind. What I can say is is an incredible journey. And if you are suffering, if you are struggling, if you do not know how to get through this, we are here. We can assist you with that. And we guarantee that we will assist you in alleviating the struggle the stress, the remorse, all of that. We are so lovingly at that. Don't struggle alone. There's no reason to struggle alone. No reason for that. There's beautiful support for you. 
great. When I was working in the rehab centers, there were so many people in there. One of them had 32 women. When I walked in to teach on the Saturday morning, they're in their robes and curlers. It's like, it's our Saturday. Why do we have to come to a session now? It's like, girls, it's the only time I could fit in to come work with you. But I promise I think you'll like it. And that's the group I said, I'll never mention the words drugs or alcohol. Then what are we going to talk about? I said, you'll see. They love yeah. their session so much. The next week I came, they were dressed, their hair was done, their makeup's on. And they're like, good morning, Miss Rihanna. Oh, and they were so excited to learn something new, to learn what they were going to do. Once they got out of rehab, we were doing parenting skills and job interview skills, dress for success, how they can find and put together an outfit on a, a major budget, even going to consignment shops and what you could pick out from consignment shops. It was so empowering for them and they could actually begin to see what their future could look like by teaching them some realities, conversations with their children because their children are angry. So giving them these extra skills they really loved. And unfortunately, I've been in a lot of rehabs, both in Florida and whether to visit or talk to them about doing some part-time coaching for them. And many of them are just sitting around smoking cigarettes and nothing to do all day. They might have one group in the morning, one in the afternoon, the rest of the time they're watching TV. And I'm like, what are they spending time here doing? And one of the adolescent centers in New Jersey, I asked, can I please teach a life skills course to these kids? They're just sitting there watching TV. This is not doing them any good. They're like, well, we're not paying you any extra. I said, I'm not looking for the money. I'm looking to change these kids' lives. They've got to get out there. They've got to know how to apply for a job. Nobody's teaching them these realistic things that they need to know. That was part of my experience in the rehab was going in and teaching the life skills through coaching, empowering them by getting them the things that nobody ever took the time to teach them, that maybe other kids grew up with their parents and teaching them some basic things, but they did not know. And we did resumes for everyone. They're like, well, what am I going to put on my resume? I said, did you ever babysit? Did you ever sell um, candy for Girl Scouts? You know, we'll find something to put on there. Don't worry about it. Working with those clients, I think it's so important to inspire the hope and faith of the life outside. Worked with people of drug court. They ended up in jail due to their addiction or prostitution due to their addiction. And they needed to learn a whole new way of life and survival. It was really beautiful work. I got to work with them for a year. Anyway, Greg, let's tell people how they can work with you further, where they can find you. Tell us any resources you have that you're able to give away. Go for it. <laughs> how can they find you? Thank you. And I, I love what you just said, right? To mm-hmm. to allow one permission to live their gifts and talents, right? So great work there. Like giving them permission to say yes. Yes, yes. I love it. Powerful, Rihanna. Thanks. You can find us. We actually have a free gift for listeners. If you're listening, we have a beautiful free gift. It is a strengthen your heart to strengthen your sobriety meditation. Mm. Strengthen your heart to strengthen your sobriety meditation. A 10-minute guided meditation with prayer at the top and at the end. It is yours to have, and you can get that by going to our website, which is lovesolutions.org. Lovesolutions.org. I will spell that because it is as in soul, your soul, S-O-U-L. So it is L-O-V-E-S-O-U-L-U-T-I-O-N-S 
org contact and you will give us your email in the message just say that you heard on the podcast and you want the free gift and then we will email that out to you what if somebody wants a consult with you a consultation do you do something like that Absolutely. We do offer a, I mentioned it earlier, a one hour heart to heart strategy session, which is valued at $497. And that is our gift to you as well. We will get and we will spend an hour together to do a little digging and to see uh, what is needed to see if we are a fit for you and to see if you are a fit for us. It's a great conversation. You'll walk away with some very powerful information there. And if it's a fit, we can talk about how we work more closely together. I love that. Thank you, Greg, for offering that to my listeners. I really appreciate it. I know there's people, if they themselves are not suffering from addictions, they grew up with mom or dad who had suffered with addictions and they're finding themselves sabotaging their love relationships. They don't know what's going on. As we know, the research shows 90% of people, nine out of 10 people have suffered from childhood trauma and addictions is one of the main components. And that often pulls us into an addiction relationship situation as a adults. So I thank you so much for being a part of the Lessons in Life and Love podcast show and family. And we will put all your information, identifying information as I post the podcast. Just thank you for sharing your wisdom. And I feel so blessed for your friendship. Greg and I have been friends in a mastermind for a year and a half now. So we know each other very well. And he is an extremely amazing person and a great talent. If you feel you need the help, don't be afraid. Don't be shy. Reach out and talk to him about the healing heart transformation technique because he will be able to help you or a loved one. Thanks again, Greg, for coming in and we'll be talking soon. Thank you, Rihanna. And thank you to your listeners. Thank you so much. Sure. This is the time of the show where I like to leave everyone with a soulful, inspirational message. And this is from the Daily Affirmation book for Adult Children of Alcoholics by Raquel Lerner. And I just thought this message really fit tonight. It's actually from September 17th, but I felt it fit for tonight's lesson. It says, I begin the search for solutions. I am fully aware of the many problems that exist in being a child of an alcoholic or other traumas. Problems surrounding relationships, having fun, control, trust, and serenity are among the few that I have encountered. Now I am ready for solutions. I realize there is no pet solution to my problems, but I will begin looking for answers to my many questions. To continue dwelling on my problems only leaves me with little mental or spiritual healing energy. So with full awareness of my many issues, I resolve today to begin the search for hopeful solutions. I will begin by changing my attitudes. Today, I will open my mind and my heart to new ways of being. My journey to recovery has just begun and the best is yet to come. Please reach out to me or to Greg Johnson where he suggested I will have that posted because we are all about helping you have the life you desire and the love that you deserve. Next week, we are going into what is a toxic part 
partner and why are you attracting them, how to spot the emotional manipulator, the narcissist, the borderline and bipolar personality type. So you're going to learn a whole lot next week. Be sure to join us. Okay, love angels and transformers. That's all we have time for today. The session went so fast and I want to thank you for tuning in tonight and thanks so much for my beautiful guest and great friend, Coach Greg Johnson, who is as amazing person as he seems and is coaching transforms the most troubled lives, helping you or the one you love to get and stay sober while you experience deep healing, extraordinary transformation and uncommon enlightenment. Next week, again, we're going to cover what is the toxic partner and why you're attracting them. So please tell your friends who you love to join us. I appreciate you sharing the love and helping me change the way the world loves. Please send your questions to me at lessons in life and love show at gmail.com and reach out for a free life and love discovery session with me during the week at rihannamilne.com. Be sure to join me next week at 6 p.m. Eastern time and bold, brave media, global network.com and on tune in radio. And as always, I'm here to help you have the life you desire and the love you deserve. God bless and have a beautiful week. We want to thank you for joining us on this episode of Lessons in Life and Love with Coach Rihanna Milne. Your personal journey of life and love transformation has only just begun. Go to RihannaMilne.com for more resources. And if you're really ready to take action to improve your life or love situation, apply now for a free life and love transformation discovery session with Rihanna, a $500 value. Just contact Rihanna with your questions and to tell her your story at RihannaMilne.com. And remember, it's time to have the life you desire and the love you deserve.